Welcome to B-Side, the podcast of the 2018 Commonwealth Junior and Cadet Fencing Championships from Northumbria University in Newcastle. I'm Sean Walton, and the plan was that I would also be joined by Karim Bashir. And indeed that did happen, but I've had what is known as a technological disaster. And the recording that we made earlier, plus the interview that I did with young Scottish fencer Jamie Cook, who also happens to be my nephew, has also rather tragically, been lost. So here I am at half eleven at night, recording an impromptu episode, which will hopefully give you some idea of what happened on the first day of the Cadet and Junior Fencing Championships. It was a great day. As an opening day, the venue looked fantastic, beautifully presented. I can think of plenty of World Cups at senior level that aren't presented nearly as well. Big venue, nine-piece in the back area, four-coloured piece and a finest piece, all looking absolutely fantastic, beautifully set up. Getting to the action today, it was the first day of cadet individual events. So we had men's foil, uh, women's epi and women's sabre. Um, I also got to have my first go at doing live commentary for for the live stream of the, the finals for all th- three of those weapons. And I've got to say that uh, Cream made life very easy for me. And I'm only sorry that I've uh, not been able to return the favour and managed to lose the recording that he spent, I don't know, 45 minutes this evening uh, recording for me. So after the pools, Cameron Evans of England was the top seed and he progressed pretty smoothly through to the semi-finals uh, where he faced the first of three Canadians that made the semi-finals. He was up against Nicholas Holland and in the second semi-final we had Lucas Sings facing up to Caden Lee. Two really good semi-finals with, well, certainly the second one guaranteed a Canadian winner. And the first one Nicholas Holland just, just edged out Cameron Evans in a, in a really good fight that could have gone either way. Holland probably the more active of the two fencers, pressing a little more, trying a little hard to make things happen. Evans really good in defence, uh, picking some moment for the counter-attack, mixing up his defence and keeping his opponent guessing. It goes to 14 all, and Holland takes the win. Second semi-final, a, a little bit more straightforward. Sings largely dominating things with a really impressive defensive display. Thought he looked offensive who had tremendous control of his distance, uh, which which made his variety of defensive tactics very effective. Picking the odd moment as well to make, make the occasional attack and running it a reasonably comfortable winner in the end uh, with a 15-12. So on to the final, an all-Canadian affair. And, well, quite often when you get matches involving two teammates, they aren't really that exciting. But this this a, a definite exception. A thoroughly high-quality final between the, the two Canadian boys. Early on, Singh's pretty much boss things. He, he built up a, a good lead in the early part of the fight, getting 8-3 ahead. And we saw a little bit of a change of tactics there. He became a bit more aggressive. And that didn't particularly work out that well for him. He was caught with parry reposts. Holland developed a bit more confidence in his own attacks and started to land with, with more of those. And um, in the second half, it was his nip and tuck in the fight from about 10 all. And then Holland actually takes a bit of a lead. He goes 14-12 up. Maybe a little bit of a lazy counter-attack, trying to, trying to finish it with a, with a soft hit. But both, both fences battling away. High-quality stuff. Singh's still showing that tremendous control of distance, but Holland generating more and more confidence in his attacks. And at 14 all, one of those comes to the fore. Singh makes a, a beautiful final hit. To, to take the gold medal. I would highly recommend going back to the, the live stream to watch that final hit because it's 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 worth the effort to track down. So, great start to the finals with Sings of Canada defeating his teammate 
in the final. Second final of the day uh, was was women's epi. Our semi-finals in this um, we have uh, we had Kira Papadopoulos of Scotland facing up against Mia Henderson Rowe, and this was a right ding dong battle. Uh, again, contrasting contrasting styles. Papadopoulos the more aggressive of the two fencers. Henderson Rowe a tall pommeler. More defensive, but again, picking her moments now and again to to launch a, a surprise short attack as as Papadopoulos is trying to press. But in the end, uh, Henderson Rowe takes take the win 15-13 and probably just about got control of the fight and got the, the timing on the counter-attack, which uh, uh, Papadopoulos has largely managed to disrupt up to that point um, towards the end of the fight to, to emerge with a 15-13 win. In the second semi-final, uh, we had Eleanor Taylor of England, uh, facing up against Abigail Watkins of Wales, and Taylor largely bossed this one because the way the the finals were set up, both both semi finals would run concurrently. So I, I was mostly, <laughs> I must admit, uh, watching Papadopoulos of Scotland giving it her best to make it through to the final. So I only really caught glimpses um, of the second semi final, but Taylor again seemed to produce uh, produce a real. Quality performance, um, lots of technical variety, good movement, fine, fine control of the blade, and emerges with a fairly comfortable 15-8 win. So again, we get another another final with two teammates, an All England fair this time, but this one much more much more one sided. Um, I did mention in the commentary for the live stream that we were looking at the traditional face off between tall pommeler and a shorter pistol gripper and, and Taylor give a, a real virtuoso performance of all the things that you should do to to take away the advantages that a, a, a tall pommeler has. Thoroughly impressive performance uh, again as I said moves well, great control of the blade and produced really nice carter post, picking a nice moment to make the attack, binding down to Octave uh, and really taking away the, the, the height and reach advantage uh, that Henderson Rowe had and in the end Another another comfortable victory, Taylor with a 15-7 win in the end. And um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a, an excellent display. Felt a bit sorry for, for Henderson Rowe, who, um, having fought her way through to the the final through some some tough fights, got a bit of a, you know, it was a, a heavy defeat. But I, I think, I hope certainly, that uh, when she she wakes up tomorrow, she'll look back on the, the event as a success. The silver medal at the Commonwealth Championships is a, is a great achievement. And uh, hopefully she'll come away from this as a, a stronger fencer with a better understanding of what she what she needs to do as a pommeler. Because there was some real encouraging signs from from parts of her fencing, particularly in the semi final that I saw. It made me think there's a uh, there's more to come from her fencing. So that took us on to the final final of the day, um, women's saber. So more high speed action. Our semi finalists in this event we had well much more variety in this one. An English woman, a Scot, a Canadian. And Australian. So semi-final one had Ellen Robbins Wilkinson, whose name I, I think, almost totally failed to get right uh, during the commentary, which is a little bit embarrassing. So um, please accept my apologies if if you're listening, Ellen. Facing up against Alexandra Helly of um, of Australia, and the the pace and power of the attack from Rob- Robbins Wilkinson um, really came to the fore in this one. That that really was what turned the 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 fight in our favour. A lot of the action happening in the middle of the piece, but with Robbins Wilkinson looking largely in control of the fight, more or less from the from the from the minute break onwards. Um, it was it was a strong performance. 
Again, I was uh, slightly one-eyed in this, and I was looking at the the second semi-final with a bit more interest, as Caroline Whitehead of Canada faced up against Elsie Llewellyn of Scotland. So, um, with my with my Scottish hat on, I was uh, obviously looking for for Elsie to to take the win, which Julie did in reasonably comfortable fashion with a fifteen-nine win, um, scoring a lot of hits with beautifully beautifully executed cart reports, so a, a real strength to her fencing. So. It brought together two fencers in the final with uh, sort of contrasting strengths, the the speed and power of the, the Robbins-Wilkinson attack against the, the defensive strength of Llewellyn. And it was pretty nip and tuck. Robbins-Wilkinson was 8-6 up at the break, and at that point the fight could really have gone any way. After the break, she, she found lots of variety in her attack, different ways of setting it up, different footwork, rhythms willing to, to break out of the middle of the piece uh, before taking the attack up again. So it was a, a really impressive performance in the second half. And for all that, I was rooting strongly for, for Llewellyn to, to take the win. It wasn't to be on this occasion. And Ellen Robbins-Wilson ran out a, a deserved winner with, with in the end, a, a, a fairly comfortable 15-8 win and a, a thoroughly deserved winner. Um, it was worth noting that the the atmosphere in the hole changed quite markedly from the, the relative calm from two finals that had involved fencers from the same country, to the, the increase in volume when you had a, a Scotland-England match to round off the day. So that was our results from the first one. I'm hoping that tomorrow is going to be technologically much more successful. I will try to to recapture the interview that I did with, with Jamie Cook and his dad, Keith Cook. A great first Commonwealth Championships for, for Jamie, who's the, the youngest competitor in the event at, at just 13 years old. And Keith, as well as having a successful day as a, as a coach, flies off tomorrow morning to Tuji to the World Championships, to join the men's foilists competing there uh, later in the week. And then dashing back to Edinburgh, driving to Newcastle to be here to see Jamie Fencing and the junior men's foil teams later in the week. Um, so a crazy schedule for him, but a thoroughly successful first day. And I think it would be fair to say that the first day of the championships have been a general success all round. And I'm looking very much forward to seeing the rest of the action. Hope you join us for more podcasting. And uh, hopefully you'll get to hear Kareem's voice next time as well. You can find our podcast on the competition website, which is cjcfc2018.com forward slash podcast. You'll also find us on iTunes and wherever you normally find your podcasts. Hope you can join us for the next one. I look forward to speaking to you then.